one didn't have as much stuff in it. Hey everybody, welcome to Book Sniffers. This is episode 11. I'm Nick. I'm Lindsay. This is a podcast where we talk about books and book-like things. Um, we have had such a busy stretch of life recently. Just nothing like specific, but my work's picking up, your work's picking up. We've both been very uh, busy. We also have children, so you know, children yeah. just uh, kill us. So we're just, we're still doing these episodes weekly. Um, I had every intention to uh, pump up those numbers a little bit, but for now, they're, it's going to remain a weekly thing, I think. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think things will start to mellow out soon. True. Um, and also, I wanted to say for our Patreon subscribers, the video for last week got all jumbled up, and our, we were having some issues last week. One of our microphones died mid, um, mid-episode, mid and then the camera battery died, and then all this stuff was happening, so last week's episode was a little chaotic. There's no video for last week because I couldn't figure it out. This one, I think we've got everything figured out. we got the mics working, the video's working, so the video for this one will be up pretty much at the same time as the audio sweet yeah okay this is all boring so far <laughs> so um la, uh, the, uh, let me get my things here so oh yeah t- uh, what, what book did you sniff um well technically i pulled out romantic comedy to sniff and we'll go with that <laughs> okay tell me what are you sniffing um that's a good cue i need an a I'm gonna say cold coffee. Cold coffee? Yeah. Weird. So you didn't like it? No, I loved it. Like an iced coffee, you mean? No. Or just a hot coffee that's gone cold. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, it's like they're she's a late night comedy writer, so you know, like they like when you start working, you like have every intention of drinking your hot coffee when it is in fact hot, but by the time you remember to take a sip, it's gone cold. <laughs> I sniffed the yellow wallpaper, which is a. No, you didn't. Let's shut up. <laughs> only like the only our four Patreon subscribers know that. Um, it's on my shelf. I couldn't technically grab it, but it uh, smelled like crumply, crumply, smelly wallpaper with an evil woman. Wait, evil women don't have a specific smell, do they? No. Maybe they do. What would an evil woman smell like? Uh, they might smell clean. Why would they smell clean? I'm, I'm, I haven't read. Depends on the type of evil we're talking. I have not read this, but I'm imagining that it would smell like mildew. Oh, mildew's a good one. So I'm smelling mildew, <laughs> and I feel like my brain is not fully operational uh, for this episode. So this is gonna be. I, uh, I, I, that's a book that I read last week. I don't know if we're getting it. Oh, no, sorry. How was your week, my girl? <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I, it's been, yeah, it's been a week. It's good. I feel like we say that every single week. It's been I, a week. What did we even do? I can't remember. I know. Oh, but um, I will say that the seasonal allergies are hitting me. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, so, people watching this video are going to see me wipe my nose with my hand like every four minutes <laughs> because I'm just like dying. Um. So, yeah, the seasonal allergies are hitting. Um. 
the sleep like i i don't know if i have like temporary insomnia but the sleep has not been good no my sleep's been pretty terrible too so but i think i've had a decent reading week um had some good stuff nice babe Selling, I just got the email. Selling Sunset Season 6 is out right now. Yeah. We're so watching, I almost we're, want to stop recording this and go watch it right no, now. No, no, no. We're putting the kids to bed, and that's what we're watching tonight with snacks. We might have plans tonight. You never know. What? I don't know. Joe and Clay are coming back. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they invite us over. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, you know what? In terms of allergies, I did want to say that if anyone out there is like me and you have brutal allergies and it like affects your nose, then like you can't breathe through your nose, so your sleep is terrible and it's just a whole miserable thing. The one allergy pill that I have found that finally works for me is the Claritin Extra Strength Plus Sinus. It is the only one that I have tried, and I've tried them all. Eris is pretty good too, but um, this one is just oh, I just. I just breathe, you know. It doesn't hit both nostrils, but all I need is one. You know? It's I've noticed a big difference at night. No snoring, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's glorious. It's helped our relationship <laughs> quite a bit, actually. So thank you, Claritin. This episode is sponsored by Claritin. No, it's not. Imagine. But imagine if it was. Actually, how do you get sponsors? Um, I have just like legit seen people ask. Or like, <laughs> hey Claritin, we have a <laughs> podcast where we sponsor, smell books. Sponsor Nick. And I n- use your medication to smell those books. And I was thinking, <laughs> if you give us a Can lifetime supply, that'd be cool. Um, so you know what I wanted to do? What? Because I had fun doing this last time. I want to do the thing where I throw an actor or an actress at you, Ooh. and you got to name five movies. Okay. Obviously not book related, but. Whatever. Well, Who you cares? never know. Sometimes these actors do. I don't even care. Book adaptations. I don't even care. Okay. Okay. So I have one that I know I couldn't do, and I'm curious that you couldn't do. I don't. I don't think I could do it. I because I just thought about it like a minute ago in my head. Okay. And I can think I'm of. I'm scared like now. Two. Pressure. Okay, ready? On. Okay. It's a female. Okay. Kira Knightley. Oh, Pride and Prejudice, Domino. Um. Two. At a oh gosh, what is it called? Atonement. Um, what was that one where they are cloned to become or like they're organ donors? What is that book too? Apparently, yeah. But what is right? This is about books. What is what is that movie called? We watched it and it was so sad and. It's a great title too. I think it's a great title for a book and a movie. Oh my gosh! Never. let me go you got it okay right is that the one you're thinking of Never i guess let me go where they like harvest organs yeah yeah that's a great one um and then i'm gonna go with actually didn't even think of that one so i think that still counts for you win you need one more though oh Spoken. love actually oh easy. score easy <laughs> all right nice um she just did a new one that's on disney plus where she is from boston it's like something about this like boss this uh a boston accent yeah come on she's a reporter and she's covering the i guess like a famous i think it's boston don't quote me on that it might be oh, we're sh- quoting you um but she is a reporter and she's working on a article about a man who is 
murdering women. <laughs> I know. I don't know why that's funny the way you said that. <laughs> Anyways. Murdering women. Could be good. I don't know. Sounds good to me. I yeah. don't think I've ever heard her act without her British accent. Yeah, I'm trying to think. She usually does kill that. You know Brit. what else she was in? Water for Elephants. Oh my God, that's also a book. Mm-hmm. You know what? This has some relevance. Pride and Prejudice could... is also a book. Atonement is a book. Booyah. You know what? Come to think of it, a lot of movies are books. Yeah. Crazy. Um, um, should I give you one? I was just going to ask you if you had one. If you don't, that's okay. I do. Um, I'm going to say, because you you picked a British person, I'm going to pick a British person. No. <laughs> say pick a British person five times fast. No. Pick a, pick a British person. I actually can't even do it once. Pick a British person, pick a British person. I can't do that at all. That's terrible. Uh, okay, ready? Are you ready for this? Okay. Just like, here, you know I'm going to be so close. Say my oh, sorry. You got it. I can just hear it. It's going to be so loud. You're always telling me I know. to speak louder. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think we're okay, that's good. Those look like good levels. I'm still learning how to do all okay. this. Okay, can I can I can I see my actor now? Mm-hmm. Hugh Grant. That is the worst one you could have given me. That is the worst one you could have given me. I have no idea. I have no idea. Love actually about a boy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna get. No, you can I'm not this. even gonna try to think because I don't know Hugh Grant movies at all. Like I really don't. At all? No. That's that's probably like that's probably the worst one you could have given me because I actually I have no idea. I was trying to pick a hard one. Like I know him. <laughs> that's what she <laughs> I, I like I know I know I like him. Mm-hmm. Is he in um is he in that one with the di- diary, Bridget Jones's diary? Yeah. He's in that? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Which is also that. a book. I just pulled that out of my ass. Okay, so I got three. That's all I'm gonna get. Uh, we watched one recently. He was more a cameo, and Which I he was remember. in a committed relationship with Daniel Craig. Edward Norton was in it. Kate oh, Hudson the tropical island death thing. What? What has many layers? Cake. No. That was onion. Yeah. Layered and, onion. No. What onion, are you? What are you drinking water out of? Cup of onion. Onion cup. Glass onion. Glass onion. I got it. God damn it. <laughs> that was really fun cup onion <laughs> cup onion i'm wiping my nose like a sailor here okay um so i uh feel like maybe we'll maybe we'll do one more of those a little later on in the episode okay it's so fun okay um so books we finished last week i will how many first of all how many books did you finish last week um, did you have a big week because i didn't really i don't think i did okay i, know, I gotta pull it up Pull it up, pull it up. I'll go first then. I uh, Well, obviously one of the books I finished was The Yellow Wallpaper. I picked it up because I saw this post about the scariest books of all time, and it was one of the most recommended... It was the most recommended one, actually. It was number one, and it's a short story, so I was like, well, I gotta read this, so I picked it up. Um, and I really was creeped out. It only took me like 20, 30 minutes to read, so it is like a really short... It's a short story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is just something about it that really, like, especially the last few paragraphs, just, like, really makes you, like, ooh. Does it get yeah. under your skin? It does, yeah. It, like, a lot of people are saying, like, it's not, it's more creepy than it is scary, which is true. But I feel like with books, creepy is, like, the really only way to be scary Yeah. in books. Because, like, 
I think when you think of scary, you think like, ah, like I feel like that's more done visually in movies with like mm-hmm. jump scares and stuff like that. It's really hard to do that kind of scary in books. So I feel like creepy is just what scary books are. That's just my door, don't worry. Um, and so this was, uh, I would say, the creepiest book I've ever read. I'm going to say, I was thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, of, of the ones I've read, I was like, I was straight up creeped at the end of it. And uh, there's some cool backstory to that book, too. Like the, the writer, Charlotte Perkins Gilman, wrote it as a feminist viewpoint or something like that towards, um, in regards to like what the role of women was uh, during this time. This is obviously written in like the late 1800s or something like that. So mm-hmm. kind of made it even creepier. She's, that uh, would given too much away, she's suffering. Um, they never, she never specifically says in the book, but it's pretty clear that she's suffering from postpartum depression, uh, which is causing this kind of like psychosis that she is feeling and, and is why she's becoming obsessed with this yellow wallpaper. Are these spoilers? No, uh, no, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler. Okay. No, no. Um, it's not a spoiler. That's why I was saying, like, without giving anything away, that's kind of what's going on. Okay. You, you, it, Again, it's a short story, so you find all that stuff out pretty much, like, right away. And while they don't directly say that, it's pretty obvious um, that that's the issue. Mm. So, yeah, I really liked it. Would highly recommend it. You can actually buy it for a dollar, I think, on Amazon. Um, I think, it, and it's because it's so old, you can find it free everywhere too. Like I think YouTube's got a bunch of free audio versions. So if you're curious to check it out, you can do it for nothing. Cool. And I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely look into that. I will. <laughs> that's like, that's a weird thing to say. You're like, oh, I'll look into that after like hearing like, yeah, it's creepy. It's awful. Um, it's about all this, like psychosis. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm. I think I would read it, especially if it's a short story. I should have taken Clarence before this episode. Give it a, give it a go. Is that all that you read? Okay, go ahead. Um, no, I read another one too, but I'll get into that later. Oh, okay. I read three books um, last week. I finished Twisted Games, which I think I mentioned I'd started, um, which was book two in the Twisted series by Anna Huang. And the first one was a dumpster fire of a book. Like, there was just so much going on, but nothing all at the same time. Like, it was so bizarre. Um, book two was maybe slightly better. The The main dude, um, I guess he didn't have as many, like, red flags as the first book. Um but I still wouldn't say that this series, like, I, I I still don't fully understand the hype around it, um, which is fair. Not every book is going to appeal to every person. But yeah, it was interesting. I'll say that. Um, and then I read Romantic Comedy, which was the book for my book club this month um, by Curtis Sittenfeld. This was a book that's on my 23 books in 2023 that I want to read. And I loved it. It was so good. Um, it's a quick read. It's like four chapters. And um, it's about uh, Sally. She is a late night. Get off your phone. Sorry. I'm listening. She's a late night comedy <laughs> writer. Um, so if you're a big fan of like SNL or late night talk shows, things like that, you'd really like it. Um, but she is at a point, she's in her mid to late thirties and she's decided that she's going to write off romance, that it's just not in her books. She's, she, when she was in her twenties, she was married and it was not a good marriage. She was divorced. Wow. 
You're Sorry, good. I just had my headaches coming back. Um, and Nothing to do with you. This is a good review. And uh, so, yeah, she's written off romance. And as it is with late night talk shows, there's always a host. And the host that comes in is this, like, heartthrob musician. Um, and they immediately have this, like, witty banter. Um, but she because she's sworn off romance she's like there's no way i'm just like a regular plain jane type of person and this is like a heartthrob musician that girls like would like throw themselves at there's no way um they do the show everything happens and then fast forward it's the pandemic and this is where like oh no but hold off i don't want to read about anything to do with that yet. no they they did it in such a good way like they touch on the pandemic, but they don't make it like this doom and gloom thing, which we all went through. Like I, I'm in the same position. Like I see a movie, and it's like the movie is about the pandemic. And I'm they like, had that I'd... movie come out recently. What was it? It was like all about the pandemic. Yeah, I'm like or I don't like want to. It was like a love story. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm good. And but, I think that movie bombed too. So this, they just kind of touch on. They become pen pals and they start emailing each other because yeah. they're both isolated and they're looking for that connection. And he reaches out first and then it just kind of goes from there. And it's it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I look gave, at how small I look. I gave it five stars. Wow. Yeah, I just feel like uh, that's... Uh, okay, that's cool that you touched on that because I, I'm going to assume that most people don't uh they don't want anything to do with that yeah (laughs) (laughs) my allergies (laughs) um yeah i didn't either but i think the author did a really good job at not making the pandemic like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like the primary focus well that's cool it was kind of just like a quickly mentioned like yeah we're in the pandemic and then it was more about these two people looking for genuine connection during an isolating time and how they found that connection and then where it goes from there. And it was, yeah, cool. it was a good book. I really, really liked it. And awesome. I'm glad that I read it. I'm glad you liked it. It's, um, uh, it's always a nice feeling when you read something that you, I'm also, that you like. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> I also to say. nice to read something off of my 23 books in 2023 that was actually a good book. Like, I anticipated yeah. this being a good book, and then it's, I still, like, I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. I uh, I see it's a part of Reese's Book Club, too. Yeah. Is that good? I don't know. I, I don't really pay attention to that. You don't really care about that? No. Yeah, I know I know the book I got, the, um, um, the Covenant of Water, is, like, a really big Oprah book right now. And so people are like, oh, you got one of Oprah's books. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. I wish they didn't put that, like... It's a permanent thing on the book. I don't it's need permanent? Yeah, like I don't oh, need that. Oh, I hate that so much. Oh, I hate that. Reese. Come on, girl. I know. I hate it. Well, Drew I mean, Barrymore would never. I think it's actually Random House, the publisher that would do that. But. Yeah. I hope this audio is recording okay. It's like going to yours and mine. I'm sure it's fine. Okay, anyways. Um so the other book I read was The House in the Cerulean Sea. Uh Oh, you finished? I finished this morning, yeah. And so you didn't like it no okay so here's the issue oh no and i'm sure everybody i'm sure most people who are in like the book world are gonna be like yes we know this um so i loved it i thought it was a really good book i love the characters specifically chauncey uh the the boy who wants to become a bellhop 
Mm-hmm. I thought he was hilarious, and I just really liked him. I like Lucy. I liked all the the characters were so great. The kids I, are very lovable. They're so lovable, and it was such a wholesome read. And um, someone someone online said that it's it's like reading a Pixar movie, which I kind of agreed with. I was like, it is kind of like reading. It's just very wholesome. It made me feel very happy, and um, it was not what I was expecting. Really, I thought it was kind of gonna be a little more intense a little darker um but it it was just a very like kind-hearted nice book to read um so yeah okay no i really liked it but i think especially being that we live in canada i think that we do need to mention at least i would like to mention that the, the the inspiration behind the book i think is a bit of an issue um the fact that it was kind of um you know i'm not even really gonna try to explain it but i feel like if you go online and search uh for the house in the cerulean sea you'll see a lot of videos from people who are way smarter than me talking about what the issues are and i I think it's worth watching and and listening to different viewpoints on it because um uh the the 60 scoop being an inspiration for a book like this um People are going to have different opinions on it. The 60 Scoop was a really, really awful, awful thing up here. That is a really big issue in Canada specifically, obviously, because it happened here. Uh, and being Canadian, it kind of gives you a bit of... It kinda gave me a bit of a weird kind of like, oh, feeling. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought that was maybe worth mentioning. But I again, I did really enjoy the book. I feel like it's a very it's a very complicated topic to talk about as two white people who... Uh, who, who have no roots or... Oh, um, and especially in Canada. Like, it yeah. is something that happened in Canada, but it's also not, for example, it's not something that's talked about in schools. So unless... Yeah, it, it actually seems like a, it's still a very fresh thing here, weirdly. Like, I don't know if anyone has been paying attention to news in Canada over the last couple of years, but, like, all of these mass grave sites have been found and mm-hmm. this kind of, like, re-emergence of, like, what this terrible thing was um, has been has been floating around and for for obviously good reason and um so it's a it's a very complicated issue and because it's such a dark dark thing that happened mm-hmm. um i i think it it does it is complicated i think it's complicated it's very complicated yeah it, it's a and, and again as as two people who um uh, from, from I'm speaking for myself I'm not like the brightest uh person ever i i think uh, it's a little tough to to really have a, a, an insightful opinion on this. But mm-hmm. I, I did really, I, I was just going to say, I really did enjoy watching um, some of these videos from people, from indigenous people and from other um, people, just their opinions and uh, perspectives on um, the scoop being used as inspiration for this book. And I I, I was just going to say, I think it's worth wa- listening and watching to those, uh, watching those videos. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I'm sure that there's like, in since the time that I've read the book too, I'm pretty sure that there's even more things to watch and read yeah. in response to the book itself because um, I read it two years ago. I'm excited to read his other books. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've heard great things about the Under the Whispering Door I think it's called and yeah. the new Puppets one so you know I'm still uh, I'm still I'm some I'm like excited to read his other books. It's just like it's hard not to have like a just a weird feeling about this book now if I'm being honest you know because I did really love it and then kind of found was watching all this stuff after the fact and it did it honestly did kind of leave me a little like I don't know, you know. I just quite honestly don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So that was the other book I read. Uh, what was your next one? Um, the other book that I read was *The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck* by Mark Manson. 
Yeah. Read this yesterday in a day. Uh, it was great. This is my first um, self help book. I guess that would be a self help book. It is a self help book. Yeah. Um, and? I really liked it. Um, I am a person that, well, you know this, like, I overthink everything. Yeah, you do. Like, everything. And it's exhausting, guys. Well, so that's one of the key things in this book is that it's like this vicious cycle and you care too much and you overthink and then that leads you to just kind of like spiral. Um, so I thought this was really, really great. Um, I enjoyed it. And <laughs> I remember I tried to read that a, a, a number of years ago. You got you. How far did I get? I moved your bookmark. Oh. But. You were about halfway. Yeah, I got about halfway. That sounds you about got, right for that time in my life. You literally got to like right where it touches on relationships. Like romantic relationships. Dope. Sorry about that. But yeah, I really um, I really enjoyed it. And I went between listening to it and reading it. And it was, yeah, it was great. Cool. I'm um, on my way to giving less fucks about things as you should you should give zero cares about anything well actually so uh, are we segueing into what we are reading sure because i posted that i was reading this book this is so popular to you this book like this is everywhere no one will have any issues finding this more um i ended up finding the audiobook at the library so it was free and it was available but somebody commented on my post and was just like, oh, if you liked that book, you should try this book. And it's called Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. And so I started reading that today while I'm working. I took it out at the library. Oh, you're reading another self-help book? Yeah. Cool. Um, I think this is good. And it's like, it makes so much sense. And the, yeah. So anyways, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. That's it, awesome. Like, and he says too in the like the this guy here, um, the unfuck yourself book. Um, one of his key things is he's like use this book to like stop. And he's like you know if you have like a physical copy of the book, it's obviously easier because I'm just listening to it. But he's like you know go back and forth and write things down. But he's like the number one thing is to stop like like for example like your negative thoughts. He's like, you wake up in the morning and you had a bad sleep. So automatically you say, you know, I didn't sleep good last night. And then you're grumpy because of it. He's like, everything that happens after that is going to be reflected based off of you not having a good sleep. Right. And he goes, whereas if you just woke up and you're like, yeah, okay, I had a bad sleep, but that's not going to stop me from doing any of the things that I want to do today. He's like, you just have to literally change your mindset about things. This is, I, I totally know that's true to you because I had an Apple or I have an Apple watch and I was wearing it all night just to see, like to track my, um, my sleep and all that. And I actually ended up kind of hating it because I would wake up in the morning and see that I got a bad sleep. And when I, when I could actually see like data of me having a bad mm-hmm. sleep, it ruined my day. Yeah. I was like, well, I had a bad sleep. My day is going to be ruined. Whereas like not knowing that and just maybe subconsciously knowing I had a bad sleep but telling myself that it was a good sleep. And having nothing showing me in my face that it was a bad sleep. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I can trick my brain into being like, no, you're good. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, I got to do, do a little clap there. 
Um, uh, so let's move on to. Well, we're talking about what we're reading. So I was saying that I was reading this book. What are you reading? Oh, that's a great question because I just finished House on the Cerulean Sea this morning. So I would say You're I'm still, still reading. reading The Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> this is going to take me at least until the end of the month, if not longer. This book is really, really long. Um, but I am going to be starting Salem's Lot um, today, Fine. I think, which I'm really, really pumped for. Uh, it's probably like it might be my most anticipated Stephen King book because of the what people uh, sorry say about it. So yeah. I can't sorry about that. So I'm really I'm really really pumped to to read Salem's Lot. Can't read, that's rude. It's fine. People don't care. Um, Bailey might care. I'm still <laughs> reading. I think I said that I started reading Consider Me by Becca Mack last week. I'm still reading it. I don't know why it's taking me so long to read this book because it's like 456 pages. Maybe because it's really good and I'm savoring it. The cover is... Oh, is this the armpit guy? This is... It's not an armpit. It's... It's dark. It's fine. Um, it's, it looked... I, I'm just saying when I first saw that, I was like, hey, it's an armpit. It's a chiseled chin with his chiseled pectorals on display covered in... Delicious. ...moisture. Um, it's great. It's a hockey romance. Lots of boners. Uh, no, but... Uh, no boners well i mean it's not like he's walking around with a boner i mean they have sex but boner is such a fun word (laughs) such a man (laughs) it's just such a fun word um okay anyway so uh i yeah so i'm reading salem's lot count of monte cristo you're reading consider me are you reading anything else you got a few uh Oh, I'm also do... reading the. God, I'm so just. I have ADHD, and I Can gotta you... get. Yeah, you need to slow down and I take a, get a breath. Um, I'm also gonna get back to reading the story Life of AJ. I cannot believe you haven't finished that. I'm gonna read it this weekend. I want to watch the movie. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna read it this weekend so we can watch the movie. You whiny little. <laughs> I love you. Uh huh. <coughs> okay. Can you uh? Let's let's move on to book pickups mm-hmm. um, because you got some stuff actually. I'm trying to think. What did I even? Ooh, I had. I think I had one book pickup last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you start? Because you got some. You got some stuff here. Um. So I mentioned that I have a 23 books in 2023 that I want to read, and I've been trying to find these books at the bookstore brand new which is like impossible but i've been looking lucking out i've lucked out lucking out you're doing a lot of luck lucky things is that a word mm-hmm. it sounds weird um but one of our favorite movie series is like the hannibal movies yeah just the whole like the silence whole, of the lambs uh, well, it's just like right right there oh yeah, yeah. um Red Dragon. Red Dragon is so good. So good. Red Dragon's probably one of my favorite movies. It of is all time. one of my favorite movies. It's so freaking good. It's so fantastic. Anyways, at the thrift store, I've been able to find Red Dragon, Hannibal, and Hannibal Rising. I still have not found a copy of Silence of the Lambs, but they're also like these epic hardcovers that somebody Strictly talking about the movies, are you putting Hannibal Rising or Hannibal first? Actually, before, but let's not say that. Let's go through a movie ranking. Mm-hmm. One to four. Okay. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to One go first? One being best. One, yeah. And four being worst. 
<laughs> Correct. <laughs> so could you not just say least favorite to favorite? You want to start with least favorite? Yeah. Okay, we'll start with least favorite. Hannibal Rising. Hannibal Rising. We agree. Okay. Number three. Hannibal. Hannibal. We also agree. This is where it gets tricky. Because I think I know what you're going to say and you're wrong. But let's see. That's rude. <laughs> Don't make... Didn't Didn't you ever... Weren't you ever taught not to make assumptions? Say it. Prove me wrong. Um... Number two. <laughs> I don't know. I really love both of them. I think I psyched you out. I'm sorry. I was just I was just playing. You go first. What's yours? Well, number two is obviously Red Dragon. It's a fabulous movie. One of my favorites of all time. Jodie Foster is Obviously, the number one is The Silence of the Lambs. I'm not going to try and be a cool guy and say that Red Dragon is better than Silence of the Lambs. It's one of the best movies ever made. One of the best performances ever from um, Jodie Foster. The story is incredible. The cinematography is incredible. Buffalo Bill. The entire thing. It puts the lotion oh, on. It is just, it's like, it's the one of, it's like a top five iconic movie of all time, yeah. probably. Um, and as much as Red Dragon is incredible and Mr. Fines does an unbelievable job and, uh, but you know what else? Philip Seymour Hoffman too, RIP. Edward Norton. Edward Norton's amazing. Like, I think that's one of my, like seeing Edward Norton in the Hannibal movies, that's like some of my favorite performances by him. Yeah. Yeah. He killed that one. Cause he's had some like really, he's had an interesting career. You'll see how He was the Hulk for a minute. Remember that? That was horrible. That was so weird. Let's not remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So my only book pickup this week was uh, Hanya Yanagihara's new book. To Paradise. I almost said Nur book. Um, To Paradise. I had no intentions of really reading this uh, book anytime soon. Um, And I mentioned this on my TikTok. It's just a little life kind of killed me. I loved it so much, but like... It was a lot, you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm probably going to have to take a break on her books for a little bit. But I found a signed copy uh, at Indigo and was like, well, I can't not have that. There was one of them, right? So I was like, it's just one of those things. I'm like a, I'm like a collector heart. So if I see things like that, I just need to have them. So that's, that's the one book I picked up. And now I'm feeling like I might just try and add it to my TBR this year. It'll be later this year, but. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited about the next one you get. The other two books that I picked up are Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. I've read this. I read. I, I grew up reading Judy Bloom, and we just watched her documentary. Which was great, by the way. So good. Yeah, I really liked it. I think I think I love Judy Bloom, actually. I love her so much. Um, she seems like such a great person. But um, I think in America, her books are banned. No, no, not in like America. I think a few states and cities. But they're not really banned here. Well, Canada doesn't doesn't really ban books. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, like, there's this whole weird thing going on in the states and in, in some spa- states in particular where, um, you know, they're they're banning books from schools and and stuff like that. And I, I would imagine that a few of her books are. No, it's talked. She's literally on the banned she's, she's books list. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyways, because our kids so are in school and our kids are just moving up in the school system, I wanted to, my goal this summer is to read through as many of her books as I can find. Mm-hmm. I did find another one at the thrift store, um, which was, oh gosh, what is it called? 
I want a sub. It's called uh, Double Fudge. I found Double Fudge. At... Oh, Fudge. Oh, yeah. That Fudge series is supposed to be really fun. Um, and I'm hoping, like, I don't know, like, what it was like for you growing up, but they touched on this in the documentary and how a lot of the topics that she talks about in her books are, I think, when for our generation growing up were things that weren't really openly talked about. Like, yeah. if you got your period, it wasn't like you were flaunting it at school, like, yeah, I'm a woman now. It was like, ew, you're disgusting. Um, whereas that narrative is kind of changing a lot. And it's not like such a gross thing to talk about anymore. So I'm hoping to read these this summer, as many of them as I can. And then I would really like to encourage the boys to read her books once they're at that reading level. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you stop doing like we're literally recording a podcast? I'm sorry. Like I said, I think I need to see the doctor. Yeah, um, ridiculous. I can't. I want to read that after you if that's cool. Yeah. Because I'd like to see that uh, movie. Look kind of funny. Yeah, the movie looks really good. Okay, so this one I'm actually really excited to hear you talk about because this is a massive book on TikTok right now. Everybody's talking about it. It's everywhere. It's the it's the thing right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Every time I open the app, it's like boom. It is. Sorry, I was just introing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. The Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. I think it's just called Fourth Wing. There's no the. Fourth Wing. Gold. Um, book. Black <laughs> letters. Uh, dragons. Yeah, dragons. Dragon riders. Uh, romance. I'm told this is a little Akatari. I think it's a bit on the spicy side. Hmm. But yeah. Um, I'm so excited for you to read it. I I'm very... I also... So, weirdly enough, everyone's posting that they can't find copies of this. I really? found it, no problem, and it's, like, really cool. Look at that. You I found guess. a dope version. You've got the painted, uh, whatever's. Or some wrap. Yeah. I'm kind of, I kind of want to read this. Everybody's, because um, anytime a book is, like, this hyped up, a lot of people are saying, like, it's stupid. Well, see, a that's lot the, of people are saying it's amazing. That's what I was just going to say. It's, like, yeah. I'm... I'm really hoping that it lives up to the hype because it's also very hard when books are so incredibly hyped. I just wanted to show that again. You got the painted edges there and it's it's all different. I guess maybe there's like five different dragons in this book or something. Well, I'm not sure. I think it's just dragons in flight. Maybe it's the same dragon in different flight patterns. Yeah, you're right. That's not at all what it's Excuse me. Um, so let's do another actor mm-hmm. and then... Uh, I think, uh, man, we had this is kind of a lengthy one, so I think we're good. Am I going first? Um, you're gonna go first this time, yeah. Okay. Um, because I gotta think of mine. Oh. Okay, on three, make a really funny noise. One, two, three. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm having issues today. Wow. You are. Um, okay, an actor. I'm going to go with... Or actress. I think a lot of women just call themselves actors now. Oh, true. Okay. I don't know. Um... <laughs> this, is, this is hard. I feel like I was put on the spot. Um, I also am trying to think of like... 
Hmm. 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 I'm gonna say Jodie Foster. No, you no, you can't say Jodie Foster. Uh, you can't say Jodie Foster. Um, yeah, that's just recency bias, and you know I'm only gonna be able to name one. Actually, no, Contact. Is it Contact? Mm-hmm. That's the only two. Okay. I... Oh, and Room, Panic Room. Wait. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, Panic Room, Contact. Or is it Cocoon? I get those two no, confused. No, it's Contact. It's Contact. Because um, she makes Contact. Isn't she like a kid in a movie? Yeah. Oh my god, what is that movie? You love this movie. Are you serious? Yes, you do. It's with Robert De Niro. Oh, <gasps> Taxi Driver. There you go. Oh my god. That's four. Shush. I didn't say anything. Can I say Fargo in the new show she's in? Or that no, because that's not out yet, and that's not a movie. No. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, guys, help me! Scream, scream at your phones right now. Maybe I'll hear you. It's not even. Um, oh. Okay. Wait. Okay. Give me a countdown. Give me a countdown because I don't want to waste people's time here. Um, oh my god! Wait, Far- was she in Fargo the movie? I'm just looking. <gasps> People, if oh, I think she was. Was she? I'm looking. No, I'm thinking of uh, Frances McDormand. Or wait, was she in it? I'm not seeing Fargo in here. No, I don't think so. I'm what th- year I'm did sitting, that come out? Like the nineties. No. Ah, uh, I think I'm dead in the water here. How annoying. Was she in Speed too? Speed too? No. All right. Well, I got four. Okay. So my one for you is gonna be. She was in the OG Freaky Friday. Actually? Yeah. Damn. Oh, she was also in Anna and the King. Okay, I'm going to give you an easy one. Okay. We're going to stick with uh, women. How, is it actually easy? Or is it's it going like, to be one of those no, mind fuck ones where you're like, oh, no, this should be so easy. No, I think you're going you're gonna to have your answer in eight seconds. All five, all five movies. Drew Barrymore. Ever After. One. Fever Pitch. Two. Um, Charlie's Angels. Three. E.T. Four. Hellraiser? Sure. I can't believe you didn't say Scream. Oh, Scream. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. What was the one I was looking at? Fifty First um, Dates. Fifty First Dates and, uh, and uh, what's the one where she like, she goes back to high school? The First Kiss? Or something? Oh my gosh. Never he, been kissed. Never been kissed, yeah. Which, when you think about it, that's I grew up... That's actually a kind of creepy movie. It is a effed up movie. <laughs> like when I you think about it. That, yeah. Especially like her brother's played by David Arquette. And she goes back to school. And then he's like, in. I think he's like 26 mm-hmm. in the movie. Like that's his age in the movie. Yeah. And he like pops up at the school and he's just like, hey... And she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I wanted to go back to school like you did. And then at the prom, his date is 16 years old. And she's like, I want you to be my first. And he's just like. I I don't remember any of that. He's just like, yeah. And I'm like, ew. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But like when you watch this movie in the 90s growing, like when this movie first came out, you're like, you're like, oh, my gosh, this movie is amazing. Yeah. So swoony. Yeah, it's funny how... Uh, and then it just becomes a big old yuck fest. Wait, you, oh, what's the new... But, ick fest. 
ick. It's That's a new icky. thing people are always saying. It's ick. like there's that guy on TikTok that watches movies. Oh, that guy is so funny. I, I love, love him. him. Yeah. But he's the like, one he why, did for Breakfast at this, Tiffany's, I was like, what is it? I've why never does seen this that movie, movie make me feel so uncomfortable watching it in 2023? And yeah. it's like, ugh. Yeah. Okay, my dear. I think we got to wrap this. Yep. It's been an episode and a half. Um, this has been Book Sniffers episode 11. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have my brain uh, does this thing every once in a while where I just short wire and I'm not really sure what's going on. So, yes. Book Snippers episode <laughs> Book Snippers episode wow. eleven. I'm Nick. Goodbye. I'm Lindsay. Also goodbye. Ready? Ew. Thanks, guys. <laughs>